0: Hi, this is Natalie Schaefer from Big Picture Media, and you're listening to the All Pumped Up Podcast.
1: What is up, everybody? I'm Tyler Winters. Welcome back to the All Punked Up podcast. Our guest today is Big Picture Media's Natalie Schaefer, and we're going to discuss what it's really been like behind the scenes for artists during this pandemic and what the plan is for artists in 2021. Natalie, thank you so much for coming on. This is actually your My second pleasure. appearance. Yeah. This is your second appearance on the, on the show. Uh, So you've now appeared on the show more than any other guest. So this has got to be a big stepping stone in your career. So congrats to that.
0: (laughs) Hey, thanks. I'm excited. Make me a guest host. I'm in.
1: Hey, let's do it. So uh, (laughs) speaking of career, you were just recently promoted to director of publicity at Big Picture Media. So congrats Mm -hmm. on that. That's Thank really you. awesome I'm news! So yeah,
0: yeah. we were in Billboard, and I was like, "Oh my God!" My mom was thrilled. So <laughs> I know I
1: I saw that, and I was like, "Oh man, that, that's just awesome!" I'm I'm a big fan of you guys and of you, and you guys have helped us out a whole bunch. Uh, so it was it was really nice to see that.
0: Oh, thanks so much! We're so excited.
1: So the first time you came on, we talked about what Big Picture Media's role is in helping some of the biggest names in the scene succeed. Um, Would you mind briefly explaining who Big Picture Media is and what you all do and then maybe what you will be doing in your new role?
0: Yeah, Big Picture Media is an entertainment PR firm um, with uh, most of us being in New York City. Katie recently moved to L.A., so now we have like an office of sorts in Los Angeles, which is great. Um, We rep a bunch of bands. We are in-house for labels like Pure Noise, Hopeless, Tooth and Nail. I do a lot of work with No Sleep Records, Equal Vision, um, UNFD. Um, We also do coffee festivals, movies, I do books, Um, we're working with the sustainability virtual festival. So we really can do anything. Um, And I think that's my favorite part about working at big picture is like, I get to do these things I love. And I get to do these things that I know nothing about, but learn about. So I'm just constantly like soaking up every aspect of like the world sometimes, which is like very, very fun for me. Um, What was the second half of that question? What, Oh, Uh, what you will
1: be doing in your new role?
0: Um, My new role. So I'm still going to have my own roster. I love PR and I love being a publicist at the end of the day. So I would never want to let that go. Um, But I will be more involved in the overall like facets of the company. So like overseeing a bunch of campaigns, um, you know, picking what's like coming into us, like helping Katie with like a lot of the business development things. Like we really want to expand on what big picture is like. We've never worked with a like sports or like maybe like an athlete and that's something very big. I know I really want to get more into the comedy sector of like oh, life nice. and things like that. So, um, that's kind of what we're going to be going for here. Yeah.
1: So big things are on the horizon for big picture. It sounds I, like,
0: I hope so, man. That that's is- awesome. Yeah.
1: That, that's awesome. So clearly big picture media is a big deal. Uh, we absolutely love working with you guys. So let's just kind of dive into this to this interview. So it's now been almost one year since all touring was put on hold. Mm-hmm. And for the last year, bands who depended solely on touring revenue have had to find new ways to make ends meet. What's that been like for some of your artists? Um, maybe what are some of the struggles they're going through? You told me that some have had to take up side jobs. Mm-hmm.
0: I know most of our bands made their money from touring and merch sales that would happen during those tours. So I, you know, while some of them have ended up being like I I believe someone in sundress is now like a a pool cleaner and they're and, and they don't mind doing it, but it's just like they that's what they have to do now to make ends meet because like tour I'm I mean, the more and more we learned about this, but I'm I'm in shock that it, it's been taking this long. I mean, I guess I'm not in shock, but I, I still can't believe we're exactly... I don't know when's the last time we spoke, but we're in that same place, right? I mean, we're moving forward. There's a vaccine available, and, a, and I don't... And Reading and Leeds, I believe, will happen this year, they confirmed. Yeah, the I saw days. that. So things like that give me hope that we will return to normal this year. Although, I, I guess my gut is saying it might be more of 2022 until maybe the U.S. Uh, sees a, a show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it does seem like there's some light at the end of this long tunnel that we've mm-hmm. been traveling through. Because like you said, Reading uh, and Leeds is, uh, is a go. I think I saw another festival. I can't remember what it was, but they were a go. But I also think it was in the U.K., Mm-hmm.
0: Australia is having shows like that band press club is on tour right now. And I, I, the envy like that sees through me is, is insane.
1: Yeah. Um, For whatever reason, the U S is just in a different spot. Mm -hmm. And, but luckily, like you said, we do have the vaccine. I'm very hopeful that things will start soon, but Mm -hmm. of course I don't have any insight to that. Um, But I guess, I guess we'll just see, but Clearly, the pandemic has given the music industry a lot of negative side effects, but for some artists, maybe your artists, has the pandemic actually worked in their favor in some aspects? Because I was watching Billie Eilish. She was on Stephen Colbert recently, and she said that her next album most likely wouldn't have been written already if it weren't for the pandemic.
0: Right. Um, I can't think about like a big picture client off the top of my head in particular right now. But what comes to mind is like same thing, like Haley Williams and that that new album she just came out with. That right. one has come and it's beautiful and I love it. I, I think about Meet Me at the Altar who blew up in this pandemic. And they haven't, I mean, they've played shows, but they haven't played live since this whole thing. They got signed to Fuel by Ramen. They're like in Rolling Stone. They've got every piece of press they could ever, I mean, it's, it's insane to have seen that go from like zero to a hundred. Um, I, I that being said, I don't know if like the, the pandemic was beneficial to them, but maybe it made people pay attention more. Um, I'll, I'll say that. I, I, I would say overall, my relationships with writers um, has gotten better because they've now got the time to listen to music, got the time to check out new artists. And so I've, I've noticed some of that um, in the same way I've I've ha- also had time to really I don't know there was a lot more time to work and think and and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing but I, I I've spent more time working like I'm gonna work a little bit after we get off um, this interview just because Sydney Sprague just had an album come out and I'm really passionate about that album and I just want to make sure everyone like has what they need to like be posting about it so absolutely yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah so it, and it, it's crazy too that yeah you you mentioned meet me at the altar uh is blowing up right now they haven't really done anything they're a brand new band right and but then you know i kind of think back like you know that i'm a huge fan of stan atlantic like we've talked about that before and they released such a solid album and i've started wondering like did they release that at the wrong time i mean because they weren't going to be able to go on a touring cycle for that maybe maybe not and i just feel like if they could have gotten on The right tour, maybe like, say, opening up for Blink 182 or some Mm -hmm. big band or whatever, they would have just skyrocketed. No doubt. Like, I would be surprised if they hadn't. But,
0: you're not wrong i i think this pandemic i mean it was like this before but like our our attention spans are like nothing um so exactly and then it dropped this amazing album and like you push and push and push but then you just have another album that comes out and it's great and you're right it's you would in in normal times we would go to a show we would look forward to the date which would make us think about them maybe tweet about them like you're so right um especially a band like San Atlantic who are just like, there are some bands that are like, they're so good on an album, but like it's live. Like when I see Stan Atlantic, all of us are like jumping, like Bonnie's so like incredible. She just like makes you feel alive. So it, they are one of those bands where I love to see them live. And, and, and that album would have just lent itself so well to like a good show. Oh, uh,
1: absolutely. And yeah. I, unfortunately before the pandemic I had, I wasn't not, I wasn't a big concert goer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just family now and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But but I but now since we haven't had or yeah since we haven't had concerts, I just realized that I've clearly taken them for granted. So I know once this is over, I'm definitely going to start going to concerts more mm-hmm. often. And Stand Atlantic is definitely one of those bands that I'm definitely going to get out and see whenever they come, you know, to the states and yeah, and do I their guess- thing. So.
0: Yeah, we saw them at Sad Summer. I got to see them at Reading and Leeds and like always just like, you know, it's just so fun, so good. Yeah.
1: So, okay. So we kind of already touched on it. Since touring isn't a thing right now, what's it like for a new artist trying to gain traction coming out of this pandemic? We mentioned Mimi at the Altars doing some things. They're, They're gaining traction somehow, some way. So, you know, normally opening for bands can be very beneficial on a tour, but this isn't an option now. So- what would you guys do for your new artists right now to help them get out in front of the public?
0: I would say being very creative is a, is a big one. Um, taking it back to like Sydney Sprague, who I would say is like a, a newer artist. Um, it was the first time I, I got to work with her, but all of her content was very creative. She spent a lot of time interacting with fans on socials and, and, and kind of connecting with them because she had the time to do it. And like, as a new artist, you need to like build a fan base and, and being online is a great way to do that. She would also do um, a Twitch stream every Monday, asking people for requests and she would take your request and sing it and say, thank you to this person for doing it. So she was making a connection and acknowledging you that way. Um, and, and again, she... Just everything she did to me was the perfect rollout for a newer artist. Um, so if anyone's like thinking about that, please go look at like Sydney Sprague and her socials and her rollout. Cause I, I just think she did it incredibly well. I know the, um, remember when everyone was just doing live streams like when I think about bigger artists like Jimmy world playing their albums in entirety that's a reason to stream a show um, I, I feel like when this first started we were all doing like acoustic live streams and those super faded out right we I think people got tired of just watching a screen and the same thing so being creative with going live and, and things like that was is, is a big one and yeah.
1: And if and also too, we talked about it on the podcast as well, Bailey, he mentioned, you know, story of the year did one and like the show itself, they had lights and stuff going on. So if you have the means to do that, you could still put on a pretty kick ass show uh, on a a live stream. So uh, and I know a lot of other bands were doing the same thing.
0: Yeah. If Sugar Cult or anyone from Sugar Cult is listening, I would love a Palm Trees and Power Lines full set.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> like, yes, please. I had
0: one chance. Like I, when I when I think about what I would pay for, it's like shit like that. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, for-
1: those nostalgia moments for sure. Because mm-hmm. I know like the starting line just did one nice. Yeah. I yes. missed it. I, I didn't get a chance to see it yet, but I'm sure I'm hoping it's out there somewhere, maybe on YouTube or whatever. But right man, that, that, you know, those bands just take me back.
0: <laughs> right. So, and, and those are things like I would really want to see, especially. Exactly. That that's or the, the front bottoms, their Twitch stream live sets. I loved as well. Cause they were really well done. Um, them being interactive. It was like a little variety show, which I thought was really, really well done.
1: Yeah. I think just kind of going with what you have and taking advantage of what you have right now, uh, I think is definitely the, the way to go for these bands. So yeah. utilizing what's already out there. So are there any bands on the roster right now that seem optimistic about the potential of touring resuming in 2021? Are they doing anything to prepare for another lull?
0: I, I don't know. I guess the first one that comes to mind is hot Mulligan because they're like always on Twitter being like, we're going to play a show. This is happening here. are New tour dates. I, I hope the one, um, because they didn't get to tour you'll be fine which was just like such a big one for them i was i can't wait to see that live um but they did they played like an outdoor concert car show and that was the first time i got to see like equip sunglasses live and i had never heard it live and they just did so well so it just only makes me more excited to see them but i think the bands are i think bands are hopeful um Again, I I wish I had more, like, expert information about, like, what this is going to look like, because I hear a bunch of different things. It's like, maybe shows will open, but it will only be um, open to those who are fully vaccinated. Like, what would that look like? And would that push... How do
1: you even prove it, you know? Right, like-
0: well, you get a card. You have, like... A- I have I because I got my first shot. They give you a card and they say this is like your literal proof that you are a vaccinated human being. But I I, I just don't know. I don't know. But I would say yes, that bands are hopeful that it will come back
1: because it will. I mean, (laughs) I feel like I I strongly feel like we are close. I mean, I can't put a time frame on it because I mean, you would have more insight than I do. But you're saying you don't have much insight. Right. Um, But I just my gut is telling me that we're super close.
0: We're we are super close. My gut's also saying that. I would say like fall. If like you were just like here's a hundred bucks, give me your best answer. I would say yeah, fall winter. Yeah,
1: year. that's that's what I would I would say. Even though I'm pushing for summer. Yes, but me if, too. If we're if we're putting money on it, yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta be I gotta be conservative. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so bands are optimistic, mm-hmm. but the possibility of tours not happening is still a chance. So what is Big picture media doing to get ready for the potential of touring? And I guess what is Big Picture Media's strategy for 2021? Because I imagine you guys are pretty busy trying to navigate what to do because mm-hmm. you have to be ready to promote for possible tours, but then you also have to be ready in case tours don't actually happen. Right. So is everybody at BPM essentially doubling up their work in terms of strategies for 2021?
0: I would say, yeah. So that makes sense, right? Because a big part of my our daily work is touring because all of our bands would be on tour. But that means like interviews in every city. Like, are you in New York? Like, let's get a press day set up. Like, those don't exist anymore. So our rosters are different because we have less work. So I would say, yeah, we all doubled up on, like, work for people putting out music or, like, virtual events that are happening right now. But um, once touring comes back, I'm I'm sure we'd all have to scale back a little bit. We still all work from home. We don't have an office. We finally started talking about um, getting together once a week, uh, like, at a WeWork or something just because, like, we miss each other. And it was right we just work so well when we're able to bounce ideas off of each other. But then there comes things like rent in New York city is not cheap. Do we, we, we learned that we work well, efficiently remotely. Is that something we continue to do? I I don't know. Um,
1: So, are you saying like get rid of the office in New York then, and then well, we don't have.
0: We did in March. We got rid of it. Um, Oh, okay. We have been speaking about maybe looking at other offices, um, but I we just we just don't know yet.
1: So it seems like I'm, I'm sure some bands have kind of already gotten used to you know new strategies that they may be incorporating into their own ways of promoting their band and whatnot, but what could another year of the same that we had do for bands? Would it be completely detrimental or are they kind of used to this right now to Um, some degree?
0: I mean, it's going to be detrimental financially for so many bands. Um, Sure. I think about can't swim who are like kind of turning the band into a brand. Like they have all these different products coming out all the time with like their merch stuff, like coffee and candles and like activewear. And I was like, Oh, what's going on here? Or buddy friends <laughs> from census from fail, who now has a podcast and does like mental health Mondays. And so like, I didn't think about buddy like that. I mean, I worked with him a little bit, but just like, I got to know him better in this pandemic. I, I, I respect him a lot. I, th- those are, those are things that like kind of happened during all of this as well. Um, the Wonder Years, like, they put on that really cool show, like, bought tickets to that, like, streamed that. They were having, like, a lot of merch stuff. But I also know they're a band who are huge on touring. Um, yeah, I another year of this, I hope people or our bands, like, just keep putting out music. But I can't wait for them to tour again.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. So ultimately, the bands just need to get back on, get back to touring, right, so everybody's right. happy, yes. and we can start supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of supporting them, a lot of us fans, most of us probably, show our love and support for bands by streaming their music. And although it's welcomed, I'm sure we all know that artists are paid shit in that area. So, what are some real ways that us fans can actually support the artists we love right now?
0: Um, pretend I have like a megaphone, like buy their merch from their site directly from them, Um, stream their music, maybe not on Spotify, but buy it all on Bandcamp. Um, We are currently working with Taylor Guitars who have this like original song with like Jason Mraz, Katie Tunstall. And if you just stream it on any of the platforms, the money will go back to like Music Cares who then donate it to like out of tour, out of work on like touring. Nice. Um, and um, so that's a big one too. And and I had no idea that existed. If I knew I could just push a button and help them a little bit, you know that I would have done that a long time ago. And um, on the Spotify pages for bands, there's links that they you can just like directly donate to them, like do that. But just yeah, buy merch. I think that's the big one for for bands right now.
1: And then right when touring is announced and ready to go and the bands anath- announce their tour dates, go buy some damn tickets.
0: Yep, yep. And then you already have your new shirt that you bought during the pandemic to wear to the show. Exactly. Set. That's exactly Exactly.
1: What
0: <laughs> so you're all good.
1: All right. Natalie, that's really all I had. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to talk to me. I hope we got our point across that artists are still struggling. Here's how you can help. Is there anything else that we could, we could add to this or anything you want to add?
0: I would say... If you are an artist listening to this or like a journalist listening to this or a fan and you want to help a band, yes, by their merch. Or if you don't know how, like hit me up on Twitter or email me and I will give you links to how to help that specific band. (laughs) I will research that for you and make sure it works.
1: All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed your time with us, and if you did, it'd be so awesome if you could help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and following this channel. Please tell your friends and spread the word. We're on all major podcast streaming platforms, so make sure you follow or subscribe there as well. So thanks again, and remember, spread love. Peace.